Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. This is Truth Light, and I'm coming to you from the heart of Sedona at uh, Sacred Light of Sedona, um, the the fabulous <laughs> the fabulous center that I work out of here. I can't even tell you. We waited five years to get into this building, and so it's very exciting to uh, to be here now and to be doing the show from here sometimes. And I actually camped out last night and just phenomenal. Um, I do apologize for the late start today. We had some technical difficulty and I'm actually doing this the show from my cell phone today. So we're going to hope for the best and hope that the technical gods allow us to have a good connection. <laughs> so welcome. Uh, happy Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? So you live in Sedona. There's no real time or space or anything. So you kind of never know what day it is. So Anyway, we are discussing chemtrails, FEMA camps, I use the word hesitantly, aliens, um, and uh, just all the different conspiracy theory stuff that's out there. Um, You know, there's a fine line, I'm finding, there's a very fine line between being aware and falling into that fear mode. And so we want to make people aware today, and I do have a couple of people that I've invited to call in. Um, I don't know if they're going to be able to or not, so we'll just see who shows up but some different people who have really educated opinions and uh, points of view on these subjects. And uh, I've studied them a little bit and uh, from my own personal understanding, and so I have that understanding, and so we'll bring that also to the show. And we obviously welcome your calls and your comments and that kind of thing as long as they're on topic, please. (laughs) We've had some shows where maybe the people call in and it's not so much on topic. Um, Anyway, so... We want to alleviate fears, but we also want to wake people up. So we're going to start our show as we always do with with a little bit of a meditation first and uh, get you, you know, started for your day with a nice centered state of being. So we're going to just relax for a moment. And of course, as I say every morning, if you're driving a car or a bulldozer or something, don't meditate with us. Just wait for the archives, okay? And uh, so we're going to just relax. And we're going to just feel the environment that we're in. We want to feel the chair or feel where we're sitting or laying down or standing, whatever the case may be. And just take some nice deep cleansing breaths. And as we do, we clear our mind. We relax our body. And we allow our energy to flow smoothly, knowing that for just the next few minutes, we can release our conscious mind and allow the energy to simply flow through us. And with every deep breath, we feel that energy of the breath moving down further and further through our chakra system or through the center of our being, feeling the energy move down to our root chakra, down past the end of our spine. And as we breathe in and breathe out, We bring our awareness to our breath and to the sound of my voice, releasing all else that may have cluttered our being, 
And now as we breathe in and out, we begin to feel that energy move through the top of our head as well, through our crown chakra. And we feel this energy joining together in the heart chakra, in the center of our chest, as it then moves down to the next step, our root chakra. And now we bring our awareness as we continue breathing in and out nice and slowly and steadily. We bring our attention down to the center of our, of our belly. And we feel a beautiful golden light there. And we feel these energy centers just begin to light up as we bring our awareness to each of them. If you're aware of the chakra centers, go ahead and just see them all light up. If you're not aware of them, that's okay. They'll still light up. It's all right. And so just feel this state of well-being through the center of you, understanding that that is your connection, your energetic body as well as your physical body, sort of connecting through these beautiful energy centers and we feel this energy move down through our legs, through our feet, down through that lower part of our body, into Mother Earth. And just experiencing all that Mother Earth has to offer, all of the beauty, all of the wonder, all of the enchantment. And just experiencing that energy moving down and around. It doesn't have to make sense how. It's okay. Just allow it to move through the water systems, through the roots of the plants, down into the core of Mother Earth, and just feeling that heartbeat from her, feeling that beautiful pulsating, and allowing yourself to become more in tune with the vibration and frequency of Mother Earth's heart at her highest level of being. And we feel this energy begin to move around this, this center of the earth and move all the way around, covering different areas as it swirls around through the earth, through the water systems, and just allowing this beautiful connection with every piece of Mother Earth to come into our being and knowing that we are connecting with only the highest and the greatest that she has to offer, things that are perhaps lowered or or shifted by man's presence. We just we don't pick up on that. We just pick up on the beauty and the wonder. And we allow this energy to move around with our energy and we sort of spread the wealth. We kind of spread this beautiful energy as we swirl around the earth now and just blessing everything and loving everything that we come in contact with and just continue moving quickly so we don't really think about what we're connecting with. We're just spreading the light and spreading the love and spreading the energetic rainbow allowing this love and harmony and clarity to simply move around the earth in a beautiful, swift motion, still breathing in and out. And now bringing our awareness back to our feet and the earth below them, wherever that may be, and allowing our energy to come back slowly up into our body, as we allow this awareness to bring us back up into our chakra system and knowing that we're now connected with Mother Earth in a very healthy manner, that we've sent love and light around the world and now we bring it back to ourselves and we feel this beautiful, inspired love and light move up through our chakra system all the way through the center of our being 
all the way up to the top of our head, and we become aware now of that beautiful silver cord that connects us with our true home, our energetic home. And we allow this energy to simply move up this cord, and we feel ourselves sort of playful, swirling and and flying and floating as this cord floats back and forth and takes us higher and higher. And we allow this energy to simply pull us up through the states of consciousness up out into the beautiful universal home that we come from. And we feel the freedom here. We feel no constraints. We feel completely open and safe. We feel at one with love and harmony. We feel this beautiful energy of love and harmony and clarity moving through our energy, around our energy. We feel those beings that help us, those very enlightened beings that assist us through life, coming in close and and allowing themselves to be experienced in a different way now that our conscious mind is sort of left behind. And we feel the beauty and wonder of these beings. We feel the enlightened... um, Feel the enlightened energy moving in and around our space. And we realize these old friends have come to be with us. And we share this experience and this time with them. We may see beautiful colors, geometric shapes. We may have inspiration or hear music. You just want to take all of that in and remember that this state of being is your true home. And saying thank you to everyone who has blessed you and the beings that are here with you. We bring our awareness now back into our own energy and just really fill it with this love, this gratitude, these beautiful colors, shades, anything that you've experienced in this moment in your true home and allowing all of that to permeate this energy and really feel fulfilled and filled with gratitude and love, unconditional harmony. And then we bring our awareness back down the silver cord very slowly and gently just floating down through the different states of consciousness. And as we near that last state of consciousness before we hit our physical being, we simply slip right through it, sliding very quickly down into our energetic and physical being and just feeling everything come together again. We feel our energy centers pulsating. We feel this beautiful energy that's filled with gratitude and harmony expressing itself through our physical being moving through the cells, the muscles, the bones, the organs, really energizing and harmonizing everything within our physical being. We feel it move through our conscious and unconscious mind, bringing a healthier state of being, a happier state of being, knowing we are loved from the highest of highs and knowing that we love ourselves with this beautiful energy and remembering those fabulous beings of light that come to work with us, and remembering that they're around us and accessible at all times. 
And take some nice deep breaths. Feel this love. Truly feel this love. Experience it in whatever way your perception allows. And when you're ready, one final deep breath. Relax and open your eyes. All right. So hopefully you're back with us. And I hope that it was a quickie, but hopefully a good one. And uh, we will, in just a moment, continue with the show. Um, I do want to take a moment of transition so that we don't switch into the topic from this beautiful uh, meditative state. So uh, what I am going to do is, again, uh, let you guys know that we have some possible guest callers calling in, and that should be interesting to get some different opinions. And uh, also I want to let you know that you can find me for private sessions, life coaching, uh, even upcoming classes, whether online or in person in Sedona, at mysticaltruth.com or sacredlightofsedona.com. And uh, as far as life coaching people go, the uh, 12weekcoaching.com is my life coaching site, and that's a little more mainstream. Uh, so in my mainstream work, I go by Terry Gillen, and in my mystical work, I go by Truth Light. So you're, there's no confusion there. And uh, all right, so hopefully you're back with us and and experiencing this third dimensional space time reality again. <laughs> so what is all the buzz about chemtrails? Are they real? Are they just contrails from the airlines? Like a lot of people say. Uh, We've got FEMA camps people are talking about, aliens, are they really among us, what's going on? And uh, I have to say that what I've seen um, is a lot of fear-based stuff going on, and and that's a little disturbing to me. I went to, I've, I've said before, I think in one of the shows, that I had gone to see uh, The Great and Powerful Oz, right, when that came out. And that was the first time that I had seen a movie in a theater probably in five or six years And I was shocked at the number of movies, the the previews, you know, that they're showing almost every single preview had to do with, like, aliens wanting to eat humans and just annihilating the planet and all of this craziness. And I just thought, you know, what's going on here, right? What's happening? Are they... To me, from an outside point of view, right, it kind of, because I don't really get caught up in the mainstream stuff a lot, um, it seems to me like they're kind of preparing people mentally for something, right, or emotionally or something with these movies. They're imprinting the masses with a state of fear about off-world beings. And just FYI, in my experience, because, you know, I I communicate with beings off-world, Alien, they don't like that word, in my experience, you know. Just so you know, a matter of respect, I call them off-world beings or star beings. So when I refer to off-world beings, okay, that's that's kind of what I'm talking about. I just don't like the A word. (laughs) So it just doesn't feel right to me. It feels uh, disrespectful somehow. So... um, You know, I have to I have to say that I was a little shocked at the portrayal of everything being so negative and fear based. And so I'm curious to uh, find out from people what are your thoughts? Do you how much of this 
off-world being stuff do you believe, right? Do you believe that that they walk among us in human form? Do you believe that um, they may come down at some point, or do you believe they're kind of out there and and they don't talk to us and we don't talk to them and that's fine, or do you believe they just don't exist and we're the only thing here? Um, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Truth Light on Facebook, and uh, you can also email me from uh, mysticaltruth.com and, and just let me know some of your thoughts if because uh, I know you know we're up to over a thousand listens which is awesome because we've only been on like a week and um, most of those almost all of those are archives so I have no doubt that whoever's listening will probably be on the archives so uh, that's what I'm saying you know to contact me that way so in my experience okay I channel a group called the council it's one of the uh, sets of people that I, people, sets of beings that I channel, um, not limited to, but that's the main one that I channel. And uh, this is a group of off-world beings from many, many, many different places, very enlightened, um, very much active in assisting Earth in its transition, because as you all know, we're in a time of transition now. And it uh, really is a time that is pretty powerful to be here. You know, I mean, they've written about this time for thousands of years. And and here we are living it. And I don't know that people really stop to look at what an amazing thing that is. <laughs> We're living in the time that the ancient people wrote about. That's phenomenal. But there are these off-world beings and huge numbers of them that are there to assist us in raising our level of consciousness if that's what we choose, right? So... We have access to all this amazing technology and all these amazing uh, states of consciousness and ways of seeing things. They don't get caught up in the emotional, in my experience, the ones that I deal with at least. They are unconditional in their expressions and feelings and, and, uh, and willing to assist us should we decide to raise our consciousness to the point where we can access them, right? So... That's my experience with the off-world beings. I do know that there are off-world beings who maybe are not quite as enlightened and not as nice and uh, not as easygoing and friendly. And, uh, you know, we we do want to be careful about who we connect with, just like here on Earth, right? And so I do believe that there's a lot going on. It's that whole as above, so below sort of thing, I think, in action as well, Um where we see on Earth a lot of conflict as well as a lot of cooperation from different groups that didn't cooperate before. All of this, I believe, is going on way above as well, right? There are off-world beings or aliens that are also um, thinking of their own purposes and their own needs and wants and how can that be fulfilled here on Earth with people and whatnot uh, or without people, you know? And I think it is something we need to think about and look at seriously. It's not science fiction anymore, you know. I, I don't know if it ever was, but it's definitely coming to a point where it's something to look at. But I think it's important for us to remember that there are so many um, beings out there who would like to assist us in a positive manner, you know. And maybe we could connect with some of that energy instead. A lot of people talk about the Pleiadians and Andromeda and just a lot of different um, positive groups um, 
I think it's it's definitely worth even mainstream people kind of checking into. You know, you don't have to tell anybody you're looking at it. Just what's what's this all about? And maybe uh, check into it. I know there's there's a lot of good resources out there, but I I will say a rule of thumb, in my opinion, is if you find uh, if you YouTube or read things or whatever, when you come across someone who's coming from a fear base, um, it's just all doom and gloom and fearful and scary. Maybe look for some other sources, right? Because even even if there's a dire situation, a good leader or a good teacher um, has a way of being able to communicate without having to be a fear monger, right? And so for me, at least, that's kind of a rule of thumb. If I find somebody who's very into the doom and gloom and terror and horror and whatever, I don't I don't stay there very long. <laughs> you know, I, I just move on to somebody who can communicate in a manner that's not going to bring about all those low-level emotions, right? So, okay, so we kind of, and we only have an hour, and those are three big topics, right? So we've touched on the off-world thing a little bit, and, you know, if if some of my, my people call in um, with some input on that, we'll come back to it, because it is, it is actually a really important thing. Um, a lot of you are connecting with off-world beings and don't even know it. It's fabulous, it's wonderful, and, uh, you know, as long as your energy is in a good space. And um, I think it would be great if we all could just kind of make friends. That would be fabulous. And, you know, it, there's a lot there to be learned. So then we have chemtrails. Okay, so let's go to the chemtrails. And if you have anything to say about these or questions, feel free to call in. It's 347-677-1443 to speak with the host. That's me, Truth Light. And um, so chemtrails, I I am baffled. <laughs> I'm just All right. Well, hopefully we are back on. Um, as I said, we were going to just keep praying to the technical gods that that this show goes through because we're definitely having some issues today. Um, I'm actually in the middle of the Red Rock Canyon, and so while it is very, very beautiful, there is not a whole lot of phone reception here, which is part of what makes it so beautiful. So um, so hopefully we're back now, and hopefully it wasn't too long a, a hold time there. Um, so chemtrails is where we're going at the moment. And so I'm baffled at the way that people are still saying that these are just um, trails from airlines. Okay, now I'm 48 years old, and I have seen a whole lot of airlines flying. My dad was a pilot, right? And so so I do know a little something about it, okay? And I have to say that in my 48 years, I never once saw planes fly in big X's, right? There are days when you can look up in the sky and see one, two, three, four X's. Usually it's three X's in a row. You know, that's about as high as they go. And then you'll see those chemtrails just in that area, and they actually fly in grid patterns in a lot of cases. Airlines don't fly that way, guys. They don't do it. It's dangerous. It's illegal. It's not allowed. I grew up in in the flight industry because of my father, and so what these chemtrail planes do in their flying modality is not legal for airlines to do. So there is no way that these are contrails, 
okay? Contrails don't make lines that stay there forever, and they don't make X's. The X's give it away, all right? So now the question is, okay, they've become so prominent, it's really right in our faces, and this is a big one for me, okay? And and I have varying, I have no opinion, let's put it this way, I have no opinion about why they're doing it, because we can't seem to get any of the facts from the government from what I've seen, okay? We can't seem to, um, they're just absolutely not telling us what these are all about. So it's left to the imagination, which can be a really dangerous thing, right? So through the years, I've heard a lot of different things about what these chemtrails are all about, and <clears throat> and I even have on the um, the YouTube channel, there's the Mystics Place, all one word, it's a YouTube channel that I have with the channelings of the, the council that I spoke about before, the off-world beings, and they talk about chemtrails. And it's a really powerful video. Um, it's, it's frightening to see what's happening. When these chemtrails are out, you'll notice, all right, and if you just kind of, without any opinion, right, just notice the facts. Because I'm, I'm all about encouraging people to get the facts and stay so that you can get clear facts, right? So just kind of watch. When these chemtrails come out or when these big lines in the sky that turn into, you know, we may have a blue sky and then you've got these lines laid and suddenly we're overcast. Well, as that is happening, watch over the next few days and see if you or the other people around you begin to get sick. In a lot of cases, they are dumping viral viruses, right, so that they spread, you know, how everybody just gets hit suddenly out of nowhere with the flu or with whatever. Um, this comes in conjunction with the chemtrails. You can watch it. You can witness it. You can just pay attention to what's going on in the world around you. And what throws me is the fact that if it were another country doing this to us, that would be an act of war. It would be an act of war. They're poisoning us, whatever the reason may be. Now, I hear people talk about it's because of the solar flares. They're they're doing these chemtrails, laying these lines, and creating this buffer in the atmosphere to make sure that the solar flares that are out of control right now um, are are not affecting us to the degree that they could be. So there may be, you know, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt, okay? There may be altruistic reasons. Wow, big word for the morning. There may be good reasons for what they're doing. I don't know because they won't give us the facts, right? I think it's important that people become aware and realize this is something they're doing that is making people sick, period. Whatever the reason for it is, it is making people sick. And if you look up, you know, there are people who have caught what's going on in these chemtrails because it falls to the ground, okay? And so there are people who catch it in in little things of water and they have the water tested and they find that there's, alum, I think it's aluminum, barium, and I forget the other ones, um, but all very detrimental to human health, right? And so this is falling down on our food. It's falling down on our animals. If you have water out for your animals, they're drinking it and getting sick. The wildlife is eating the grass with the stuff on it. And so it's really affecting all of us, and we have no explanation as to why they feel the need to do it. And so as a people, we got to stop and go, okay, so if it wasn't our government doing it, if it weren't our people doing it, and we looked up and saw this stuff going on in the sky and they said, you know what, 
China or Korea or Russia or whoever, you know, those guys, right, whoever those guys are, are laying these trails of poisons and poisoning our people, what would we expect to have done about it? But because it's from our own, right, or somebody who is without question, we don't even know who's doing it, right, ultimately. We don't even know who's doing it. But it's time for people to sort of stand up and go, hey, I want to know what you're spraying up there and why, because it's making me, it's making my kids, it's making the animals sick, it's making all of our food grow with contamination. All of our water is becoming contaminated. Shouldn't we at least know why it's being sprayed? What's being sprayed? What can we do to maintain our health? Or is it that they don't want us to? And that's kind of one of the conspiracy theories is that it's population control. So there are a lot of theories out there. And uh, I will say that while I encourage people to find out about what's going on, I also encourage people to realize when you're actually getting facts and when you're getting an opinion that's stated so strongly that it's believed to be fact, right? So it is fact that these are the poisons that are falling upon us. Okay, that's a fact. So you can find out what's in what's in the chemtrail stuff that's landing upon us, that's that's fact that's out there. But the why of it, we really need to stand up as a people and join together and go, okay, this this is not all right. We need to know the why of this. And there are some groups out there um, that are are really pushing for that. And there is, you know, I think every so often there's legislation for them to come clean about the chemtrails and let us know what's going on. And, you know, if if it is a reason like they're buffering us from solar flares and, you know, the effects of the chemtrail is a whole lot better than what the effects of the solar flares would be, then, you know, because there's gamma radiation and all of that that comes with solar flares and nastiness and whatnot, um, that would be fine probably if they don't know a better way, but shouldn't we at least know what's going on, right? So... Um, definitely with the chemtrails, you know, I encourage people to become aware, to look and watch the patterns of things around you after these have been laid. And when are they, when are they putting them in the sky? You know, is it before a weather change? Because this is also, the chemtrails are also a part of the weather manipulation that they do. And that's, you know, people think weather manipulation is conspiracy theory, but it's not. You can, you can Google weather manipulation companies, and there are companies out there that do this for a living. That's, that's what they do is weather manipulation. And the thought behind it is to help when there's droughts and help when there's flooding and to manipulate the weather so that the people are safer. And instead, it kind of gets used for some other things, right? And so you can actually mark the uh, the patterns with the chemtrails and HARP, H-A-A-R-P, right? You can... Google that and find the HARP status, which is, you know, if you are curious about it, it's part of what's used in weather manipulation. And if you don't know about it, you probably ought to check into it because it affects your life. Just because you don't know about something doesn't mean it doesn't affect your life. And uh, so you can check into the HARP status, right, which is used in conjunction with a lot of these chemtrails to guide the weather to the different places. Well, why are they guiding tornadoes to areas? Why are they guiding floods to different areas. Weather manipulation was meant to be a benefit. So 
it's just really time for us to stand up and go, hey, what's going on? You know, I think that there could be good reasons for some of what's happening and the technology and and whatnot that's coming out for them to uh, benefit people. But I think because no one's looking and no one's willing to, or not no one, because there are people standing up, but the masses are are just kind of sticking their fingers in their ears and closing their eyes and la, 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 la. I don't see any of this. They're able to really use things for whatever they want. And, and you know, like it or not, there is corruption out there. And so, you know, it may be time for even normal mainstream people to kind of stand up and go, wow, explain this to me because I'm not liking what I see when I pay attention. They keep us very busy or life keeps us very busy and, it's almost hard to pay attention to what's going on around us if we learn to step out and just look at the patterns and look at what's really happening and and disassociate from the masses and the like the movies and the TV shows and the whatever that get us all amped up and even the news, you know, they can choose what they report on. But what's chosen to be reported on typically is fear-mongering stuff. <clears throat> so that we stay so busy with our own safety, right, and protecting ourselves and our family and our belongings and that we we don't look to see what's actually happening, right? So, okay, so we've gone through aliens, we've gone through um, chemtrails a little bit, and we're just touching on these subjects. The hopes of this show is just to awaken people a little bit, right? Just please wake up a little bit and at least look around. And if you're already looking around, fabulous. But in my experience, in my many, many years of experiences, what I find is when we start looking around, we can really get pulled into the us and them, the fear, the separation. The, you know, And we have to remember that the people who are at the heart of whatever is going on and whatever cover-ups there are also have families. They're also people, right? So it's not an us and them so much, right? It's what's going on with this, you know, it's like if you had a a teenager in your family who was getting kind of out of control, isn't it just that they need some boundaries, right? Well, maybe it's that the powers that be kind of need some boundaries. We do outnumber them. Like if the majority of the masses stood up and went, hey, we want to know what's going on and, and we're going to set some boundaries here, if we could just stop being separate and take that initiative, then then wouldn't they have to explain what it is they're doing, at least the why of it? And couldn't we make a difference if we just detached from the fear, detached from the emotion that's being all mucked up and produced, right, by the things we watch and the things we read and just the society around us, then maybe we would have time to go, what are these chemtrails about? What are, you know, UFO sightings are off the charts at this point all over the world. So how much of it is actually off-world beings and how much of it is um, things that have been produced here on Earth that we don't know anything about? Unidentified flying object. It doesn't have to be from the stars. It can just be unidentified. What is it if it's just a government thing why do they have it? What are they going to do with it? Whose money paid for it? And if if our money paid for it, why can't we know what it is and what it's used for, right? So 
these are all things we just we just need to stop considering things conspiracy theory <clears throat> and get out of the emotion and the drama of it and say, is this something that's really happening? Chemtrails are happening, people. You know, you can't tell me that the grids in the sky that have never been there throughout our entire lives, never like they are now, the X's in the skies, they've never been there before. So how is it that we always had airlines, but we never had all this? How are people going to say it's from airlines? It's not, wake up, right? So now we come to FEMA camps. All right, so some people know about FEMA camps. Some people don't know about FEMA camps. Um, it's probably, I don't know, sometimes I, I wonder whether it's one of those things you want to know about or not. We have zero, um, all right, we have somebody who says I could think of a reason. <laughs> okay, I'm listening. So, uh, yeah, but if it's getting, okay, so the on the chat we have plane fuel is constantly changing and getting better. If it were getting better, then it wouldn't be leaving all this pollution in the sky, right? Because they don't go away. They just stay there. So it's definitely something um, worth looking into, you know. And that's true. The fuels are always changing, but they're not going to leave more pollution than they used to before. That wouldn't really make a whole lot of sense. And <clears throat> as I said before, there are people who collect the stuff that falls from the sky when these trails have been laid, and it's... Uh, some very common poisons that are in there. And uh, they're not associated with jet fuel at all. There's a lot of aluminum. There's a lot of barium. There's I can't remember the other ones. Um, <clears throat> but if you, uh, yes, barium. And so if you Google what's in chemtrails, right, you'll see the different poisons because there, there are a lot of people who have had it tested now. And there's different uh, combinations of things that cause different issues. And so if you really do... Um, Okay, so they're saying that it, um, right, so it does, the fuel and the contrails do react differently with different weather, and that's the problem, is that the chemtrails are always the same. So they can lay chemtrails in Florida, and they can lay chemtrails here in Arizona. I live up in the mountains. The trails from the plains should react differently, and they don't. So it's just uh, something to look at, right, because it's all kind of a hooey, saying it's contrails. It's not. There are contrails, yes, but there are also chemtrails. So, um, and so now we move into FEMA camps. Okay, so FEMA camps, in case you aren't aware, are big, um, big like holding places that supposedly are for if there's a mass earthquake or a mass something, then there'll be a place for people to go on on grand scale, right? The conspiracy theory that follows these FEMA camps is that they're holding they're holding places for American citizens, but because again, because we have no actual concrete um, answer to what they're all about, our imaginations kind of go wild, right? Are they and are they is it our imaginations going wild or is it really an issue? We have these different FEMA camps, and they're like kind of like POW camps, okay? They can be looked at that way. <clears throat> and you can Google FEMA camps as well, okay? Um, and just kind of check out what's there. But they, uh, they have the capability to hold a lot of people in each one of these. 
and they tend to be um, <clears throat> kind of along maybe railroad tracks, that kind of thing, and they are bringing in huge, you know, there's the FEMA camp coffin. It's unpleasant, right? First thing in the morning, it's unpleasant. But it's something that we need to be aware of, okay? So they have these huge coffins that fit four or five bodies in, okay? And they have just hundreds or thousands of these in each FEMA camp. And so the concern is, what is this all about? They're not telling us what this is about. We can only come and imagine what's happening. And so there are a lot of people out there who believe that the government is getting ready to um, to create some kind of disaster that would make it so people are pushed into the FEMA camps, okay? And um, there's a lot of different theories out there about the FEMA camps, a lot of them. What doesn't get a whole lot of press, and I'm going to say that you can go and you can check out FEMA camps and you can find all the negative stuff in the world, right? That's easy to find. So what I'm going to offer is a little bit of balance. I don't have an opinion one way or the other because just like everybody else, I don't have any facts. What I do have is people who work in disaster recovery um, have told me that there there is a growing population of people who see these FEMA camps as a manner of creating sustainable societies when disaster strikes, right? So say the New Madrid fault line goes, right? If you're not familiar with New Madrid fault line, Google that <laughs> because it's a huge fault line in the east that it's kind of teetering. Is it going to go? Is it not going to go? It's kind of an issue, right? And so there are areas that are being set up for people to go to, and I have this from the disaster recovery people. There are areas that are being set up for people to go to. Um, should that happen, the survivors will go to these different camps, right? Um, there is a huge movement in disaster recovery and associated um, types of work, right, where they would like to see these FEMA camps become sustainable living areas when people come in there. And so there is a positive side to that. It could be, right? So you look at FEMA camps, it's good to know they're there, et cetera, but all I've ever found is fear-based stuff when I look. And I do believe that a lot of that could be for real. I don't know, but, you know, there's good and bad people. It's just the way it is. If we're not informed and we don't get involved, how are we going to know, right? So I do see that there's the possibility and there's a growing push to make these um, FEMA camps um, a sustainable area for people to go and they can begin kind of almost a new town in these little things and create sustainable living there. And so there's a lot of good that could potentially come out of these places. However, the only reason you're going to be there is if there's something pretty horrible that has happened. And so, um, and again, we come back to with uh, the New Madrid fault line and the BP methane bulge, if you're not familiar with that. It's uh, from the, the BP Gulf oil drilling. There's a methane bulge, supposedly, you know, and, and I have it on good authority that that is a genuine concern, right? So there are these things that uh, it goes all the way up through the U.S., all the way up through. And so they're doing what they can to manage these things, from what I understand, but that is a, a good part of why they have these FEMA camps in in the explanations that I've heard, right? However, there is a lot of information out there that allows us to go, okay, but if somebody is not so um, 
so kind, right? If there's somebody who is maybe a little bit more um, corrupt, right, um, that that perhaps these FEMA camps could be used for population control, that perhaps they could be used for dividing up our country, dividing up our people, and really taking control, that whole divide and conquer thing. Um, you know, so there are a lot of different uh, directions that things could go, and I'm sort of uh, shocked when I find out how many people are completely unaware that any of this even exists, right? So I really encourage you to begin looking into, not only looking into and finding out about, but, um, you know, these, these different topics, these conspiracy theory topics. But then, you know, is there a healthy way to sort of step up and and maybe some healthy groups to join? And you can find them out there. I'm not going to promote anybody because I don't have actual facts on any of the groups. But I do know there are groups out there who are not all about just stirring up the fear, stirring up the anger. And I do believe that we should be uh, a little cheesed off, you know. I'm, I don't really get angry, um, just kind of not – not the way I am at this point in life. I guess probably because of the work that I do. <laughs> you don't really want a mystic or a spiritual leader who gets real angry. But I do get a little cheesed off, and I do know when it's time to put on the boots and stand up and go, hey, it's time to speak up, and that's what we're doing here. you know. And that's what we do with the uh, YouTube channel, The Mystics Place. It's just all one word, The Mystics Place. It's plural. or you know. Um, and the channelings there are from off-world beings. So that answers your questions about aliens. They are among us, right? And they are speaking to us, and they are trying to help in a lot of cases. So the conspiracy theories are not necessarily um, just theories. And they, I do find that, okay, so we have just maybe 10 minutes or so. Um, I'm just going to just go and do all this that I don't usually speak up about, but it's time, right? It's time to speak up. So you will find that the government and the powers that be, not just the government, but the people who sort of tell the government what to do in the different areas, right? People who speak up about what is considered conspiracy theory are kind of made out to be freaks and lunatics. And what we're finding is that more and more balanced people are speaking up. More and more balanced people are saying, you know what? Maybe the reason that these people look like freaks and lunatics is because they've been made to look that way, right? They've been made to look like there's something wrong with them by the media we're fed, by what, you know, I, as a child I knew people who would stand up against the powers that be, um, who, you know, had had the the government come in and, trash their house while their family was there and threatened the lives of their family. I knew a, a gentleman, you can also look him up, his name was Richard Granflow, and uh, he created, or I guess he didn't create, but he was doing uh, workshops teaching people how to, it was a 100-mile carburetor, and so you could get 100 miles out of a gallon of gas, and he would go and he would do these seminars and workshops and teach people how to create this on their own, and I kid you not, he had to leave his family, he had to completely shift his life around because they threatened the lives of his entire family. And so while some people may not want to hear this, it's out there, it's real, it happens. It's been happening forever. I mean, this was back in the 70s, you know. So it's just sort of time to 
to start looking at things through our own eyes and with our own mind and our own hearts. And I, it's kind of funny because I see that we're losing a whole lot of color, a whole lot of people on, uh, on the chat. So people don't really like it when you stand up and speak the truth. But this is called the light of truth. That's what we're going to do. We're going to shine the light. And I don't have any opinions one way or the other of what's happening. I really don't because I don't have any facts. I don't, I don't know for sure that there's evil doings with the chemtrails and evil doings with the FEMA camps. And I don't know that for sure. I'm just saying that it's time for all of us to stand up and go, hey, I, I want to know what's happening here. You know, because bottom line is it's your money paying for it. It's our money paying for it. And so you know that if you weren't paying your taxes, they would come find you. But how is it that you're not going to go find them and say, well, show me what you're spending them on, you know? We do have a caller who would like to contribute, so I'm going to pull Daniel over. And uh, all right, let's see. Here you go, Daniel. You should be on. Hi, how are you? Good morning. I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? Good morning. Well, I'm getting fired up this morning. <laughs> I like it, I must say. It's uh it's very, you? very um It's not like me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say you were you are in a rare form, but um you know, sometimes <laughs> we it, how do I phrase this? Um well, I have I have two very cute dogs and just like any being, they have free will. And occasionally, whenever their free will conflicts with what I would like, especially when it's in their best interest, like Mr. Dog kind of wandering into a busy street following a smell, um, the usual, like, hey, Mr. Dog, blah, 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 might not be the, the best approach at the time, like, especially when they're all coming cars. So, like, yo, maybe a little bit more in order. I think you're doing more of a yo show today. <laughs> So, anyway, well, it's um, uh, it's definitely not like not like me typically, but uh, it it really is time for people to just wake up, just wake up. Well, the, you know, the manner in which you're doing it is is very very good. I mean, uh, for for such a potentially unpleasant topics, um, as you are saying, you've got a lot of people who uh, who actually stand to profit from people being just insane with fear. Um, if you look at the statistics, which I realize statistics can be manipulated for whatever purpose. However, um, there is generally some basis of some kernel of truth beneath the statistics. And as much money as was spent leading up to the whole December 21st thing with people buying supplies and building like huge shelters like Cold War era fallout shelter type things, um, I mean, some right. people cashed in majorly. So anyway, um, yeah, I could I could see where people would actually profit from spreading the fear. But I just wanted to point out a couple quick things. Uh, whenever you mentioned that you were actually losing a lot of people on the chat, um, well, I, I just wanted to point out some historical facts. And quite frankly, um, what if you want to talk about the uh, the chemtrails and the harp? Um, weather manipulation has actually been going on since, at least documented, since the Vietnam War. Uh, the U.S. basically right. used aerial spray to try and seed the clouds over the Ho Chi Minh Trail in the hopes that it would flood the pathways for the North Vietnamese to funnel weapons and, and supplies south. So, um, 
back then, although there may have been some sort of experimental technologies being uh, being devised at the Department of Defense or what have you, um, back then, at least on a widespread and uh, um, I guess financially uh, feasible level, the technology that we have today didn't exist. So if you're just talking about some right. uh, relatively by uh, modern standards, primitive airplanes spraying stuff haphazard over wherever, um, think of what you can do whenever you've got lasers and uh, magnetic whatever and uh, jet technology. And it, it's just it's amazing. So anyway, um, anyone who doesn't think weather manipulation exists, uh, who doesn't think that that chemtrails exist, come on. I mean, it's in the historical record. Um, <laughs> as far as the... Uh, as far as the alien thing goes, um, really, I mean, if we can, if we little little human things here can send satellites and even people in ships in, into space, um, I mean, we've got a couple of humans orbiting right now in the International Space Station. So just right. think of how many different star systems are out there and how many different planets could be spinning around those. And uh, just think of a civilization that's had even a few thousand years head start on us, not to mention right. a few million right. or a few billion years. Imagine <clears throat> what they could be as far as their technological level. So um, if, if we do it, why couldn't someone else? Isn't it basically just completely well, and it's, arrogant? Yeah, it's kind of, it's actually, to me, it's harder to believe that there wouldn't be other stuff out Seriously. there, right? Because how would I that think, even make any sense? It is, it's crazy yeah. the fact that we don't even know what exists as far as all the life forms on Earth, especially, uh, I mean, we're right. discovering new things all the time. Um, how can anyone say with with any level of authority or certainty that there aren't other beings out there in such a vast, vast universe? It's just, it's insane. It's insane. So anyway. Um, right, right. It really is, yeah. Agreed. People, uh, Agreed. Vanishing from your... So now, what do you find... (laughs) Well, and it's funny because we had one who said why they were leaving this time so that I I didn't... I guess probably so that I didn't think they just dropped because of the conversation. So it was kind of neat. So maybe people just had to go. Who knows? It may have just been coincidental. But so you have been around a lot of people who are about the conspiracy theory and teaching about different conspiracy theories and different ideas and things. Um... Are you easily able to find sources that teach about these things without the fear? Because that's what I find is, okay, so I tell people go ahead and Google this, and they Google all this stuff, and they find YouTube or they find whatever where people are just like full of anger and fear. And and um, then I have to undo the damage, right? So is it easy to find stuff out there that is not? And how do you tell the difference? How do you? What resonates with you is real and what isn't? Like how do you? make the decision? For me, it's kind of needle in a haystack uh, crossed with um, cafeteria-style buffet. Basically, um, <laughs> nice. amidst all of the... <laughs> seriously, amidst all the craziness, um, there are there are a few people. Um, and by a few, <laughs> I mean a comparatively large group. But, uh, but as far as all of it goes, um, unfortunately, they're in the minority, it seems. 
who actually do have right. information and who actually do have um, opinions that are actually based on uh, based on facts and on verifiable things, and uh, that aren't presented in a way that's like, oh no, the sky is falling. Um, right. There are also the a lot of yeah, and, and there are also a lot of uh, people who have legitimately good information, or so it seems, but either they're just so wound up that they don't know how to deliver it in, in a balanced and um, non-freak-out uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. manner. <clears throat> um, and in, in that case, it's it's sort of just um, basically taking from the information what uh, what kind of sits well with me, what, what feels good, and what doesn't feel like, um, as you said, it's coming from a place of fear. It's coming from a place where there are Right. Ulterior motives, like uh, um, I hate to say it, but I got to wrap up. We've got we've Wonderful. got just a, less Thanks than a minute, me. so thank you for sharing, <clears throat> and uh, we will probably see you again tomorrow. I do want to remind everybody that if you're in the Arizona area, Sacred Light of Sedona on Highway 179 is the center that I'm in. And uh, we have a lot of really wonderful people working through here, classes, that kind of thing. You can go to sacredlightofsedona.com. And then also we have um, mysticaltruth.com is is my site that's always being worked on, you know, so it'll get better. But there's free meditations on there, that kind of thing, and my blog. And then also 12weekcoaching.com is the life coaching site, and you'll see me there as Terry Gillen because that's my mainstream name. And uh, so I hope to see you guys here tomorrow. We do have kind of an interesting show. This uh, This whole week is full of interesting shows. And so I hope you have a fabulous day. Tomorrow is um, Angels and Demons, Land of Duality. Have a fabulous day and uh, talk to you soon. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.